Hi, I'm Tino. Hi, I'm Danielle. And this is What the Heck Did Danielle Just Watch? It's a podcast where we show Danielle a movie that she has never seen before, and we discuss her immediate reaction. Uh, This week, we watched uh, Demolition Man, starring Sylvester Stallone and Sandra Bullock. Danielle, what did you think of this movie? Um, felt it was cool, but really, really weird. <laughs> like, Ill- like it felt like it was like a whole, like, like it was like a alien planet. I don't know. <laughs> An alien planet. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like they had their own like sign language and stuff and like they you know got rid of all the bad stuff did you think <laughs> it's just i don't know it was really weird it's really weird that's your synopsis of demolition man is that it was just weird yes okay <laughs> did you think um that it was trying to be a little bit like terminator that's a good question because it was 1993 terminator 2 had just come out I feel like, especially, like, in the beginning of the credits, that it felt like it was kind of Terminator-esque. Did you feel that way at all, or... Hmm. Especially T2. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you think it was weird that they were, like, freezing criminals instead of, like, imprisoning them? Yeah, that was really weird. Um. But, I guess, not as bad as being in a prison cell but maybe that was worse it was just I was trying to process all of it it was so weird <laughs> so yeah so the movie begins uh, LA is like a battle zone um, Sylvester Stallone is trying to catch Wesley Snipes char- crazy character uh, Simon Phoenix who is declared himself, they said that he declared himself, like, the king of South Central or something like that. <laughs> and then, um, Wesley Snipes, or, gets captured. Why does he look like Dennis Rodman? Do you think he looks like Dennis Rodman in this movie? Remind me who that is. The basketball player. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about now? From Which? The 90s. He played for the Bulls. He was, like, known for looking crazy. Oh... I think I think it's coming to me. Do you remember? Or are you just saying you remember. I'm just remembering. You, I'm are just, you? I'm just saying it. You just saying you remember. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember Dennis Rodman? I have to see a picture. He was a weird dude. He dyed his hair like that. That guy. Oh, I forgot about that guy. I just showed Danielle a picture of what Dennis Rodman looks like, and um. That does not match his his um personality at all. <laughs> Like, the name doesn't yeah. even match him. So anyway, Sylvester gets alone, gets uh, in trouble because when he catches Simon Phoenix, um, a bomb goes off and they think he killed a ton of people. Turns out he didn't later on in the movie, but we're not there yet. So he gets frozen. What did they say? 36 years later, um, Simon Phoenix is unfrozen and starts going on a killing spree. And the society at 36 years from... When they were frozen, it has become a peaceful society, and the cops have absolutely no idea how to deal with 
a crazy murderer. What did you think of that? That was really weird. It was, I know, I always say weird. Yeah. <laughs> what did, I guess, like, really, what did you think of, like, the society that they had, like, created? It was too perfect. Like Pleasantville? Yeah, like Pleasantville, yes. <laughs> yes. It was, it you didn't like normal. How, you didn't like how they talked? Yeah, it was too proper. I don't even think it was, like, proper. I, I think don't know. It like, was, like... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, pompous, pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> Very, like, I think Fraser would like that world. Yeah. How everybody talked. Very annoying. <laughs> they also didn't touch each other. That's horrible. Like, losing sense of touch. That's, I don't like that. Like they they didn't even have like they almost high five they did like an air high five yeah they yeah that was a weird handshake <laughs> they can't they don't even hug each other <laughs> hugs make me feel better um <laughs> <laughs> did you notice too that there was like a ton of technology in it that we have now yeah this people like talk about this movie all the time when it comes to the like uh, movies that predict the future well. This movie is, like, one of, like, the ones that uh, have really been pretty spot on. Like, I mean, it's got, like, iPads. It has the self-driving car. Mm-hmm. There's FaceTiming. Oh. Taco yeah. Bell being fancy. Taco Bell tried to be fancy a few years ago. Really? Yeah, they tried to, like, get, like, fancy chefs, like, it, doctor up it their It will food. never work, Taco Bell. No. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, Simon Phoenix is out. They, uh, they ha- are ill-equipped. So one of the older police officers decides that the best way to deal with, um, <laughs> with an old-fashioned criminal is to get an old-fashioned cop. That is an actual quote from the movie. And they decide to unthaw, I haven't even said his name yet. It's John Spartan. So Mr. Yes. Sloan's character, John Spartan. Um, and that is exactly what they do. Um, and Sandra Bullock's character is all stoked on it because she's all, like, super into the 90s or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of, like, her obsession with the 90s? Um, I never really thought of it, though, like that. Um... Like, what, what do you mean? Like, she was obsessed with the 90s, like, and, like, the 20th century. Oh, yeah, like, she was more curious how it was in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was cool, because Cause I like, like the 90s. Because you're like that? Yeah. So do you feel like Sandra Bullock in this movie? Yes, a little. So do you feel like you're Sandra Bullock? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you think it was funny that they all get fined for swearing? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like having a, a perpetual swear jar everywhere you go. <laughs> it was annoying that I kept going off. You're getting, like, what do they say when they swore? Like you're being fined for... Being fined. Language violation or something like that. But it kept going off again. It goes off to the, was... the entire movie. So annoying. Like in the background. I, that would make me want to swear. 
<laughs> so you're saying that that swear jar would not work on you? No. Oh. <laughs> I get so frustrated. You get super frustrated with it? Yeah. Oh, what do you think of the um the three seashells? That that was I did did not make sense to me. Like they never explain it. Never explained it. That's the joke. I know. <laughs> I'm like, but how do you use it? <laughs> I feel like it would be very uncomfortable. Um, did you like Rob Schneider's cameo? Yeah. <laughs> Rob Schneider was in a ton of movies in the early 90s. Just like, I don't know. The early 90s were big for Rob Schneider. People loved him. Um, so his laugh made me laugh. His laugh? Yeah, his laugh was He was, was really like making funny. fun of uh, Special Sloan for not knowing how to use the three seashells. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> his laugh was ridiculous. Um, where was I about the. Oh, let's get in the old fashioned cop. Okay, so the unthaw. John Spartan. I keep forgetting his name. That's why I just say, keep saying Sylvester Stallone. I don't know why I keep forgetting his name. He's the main <laughs> character. So the unthaw. He immediately goes after Simon Phoenix um, because he knows what he's thinking, basically. Like, all the other... What's that the chief like has, like, his own... Thinks he's going to, like, try and set up a drug ring or something like that. And he's like, no, he's going to go after a gun because he needs a gun. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the museum. What do you think of the museum? That was... That was just a weird perspective that they don't have any guns in the society, that they made it work, but they have a museum that showed, like, um, past violence that just <laughs> would be weird to see. I mean, we kind of have stuff like that well, now. Yeah, we do, but... There's, like, the Holocaust Museum. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and there's that. I thought it was weird that they had... I don't had, know why. Um like fully functioning weapons in a museum yeah somebody can easily get a hold of that if they're really curious how it works i think most weapons in museums are deactivated for that very reason yeah but why weren't these because i guess they didn't think anybody would (laughs) maybe because the society was so peaceful perfect too perfect um so where was it? Simon Phoenix Museum. Okay, I'm, I know where we're at. <laughs> it's late, guys. I'm sorry. Um, so they're in the museum. They have a big fight. Um, Simon Phoenix gets away, and while he gets away, he sees the mayor, who is responsible for all of this perfect society which is kind of a fascist society honestly anyway sees him points a gun at him because simon phoenix is basically a psychopath and just kills anybody in his way he goes to kill him but he can't because the mayor is in on it what do you think of that i wasn't surprised was that who you is that your first thought because they show earlier that he like knows how to know like use computers and all that stuff yeah, because I, I knew from the start he had something up his sleeve. Yeah. 
I guess we forgot to mention that when you're cryogenically frozen, that while you're in there, there's, like, some sort of, like, mind rehab they do to you in this movie, and, uh, they kind of implement skills and things like that, and Simon Phoenix is, has, like, all, like, the computer skills that he didn't think that he needs to get through this, I guess, the future, um, so yeah, he knew how to get, like, so when he's, like, on the computer or stuff like that, it's, like, some weird stuff comes up that says that he has, like, a mission to kill somebody named Edgar Friendly. And then when he sees the mayor later, he kind of, um, the mayor basically lays out his plan that he wants Edgar Friendly killed because he is the leader of what he thinks is a band of rebels against his perfect society, but really they're just people who want to live free. But that doesn't really work in Dr. Cocteau's, Cocteau's, Cocteau's? Is it co- I think it's Cocteau, like the Cocteau twins. The yeah. Band. Yeah, Cocteau's. <laughs> that was weird, weird name. Did you like Dr. Cocteau? No. Why? Because he, he's a bad guy. I mean, he was trying to create a peaceful, perfect society. He just seemed insane to me. <laughs> he was just insane he to looked, you? He looked, he looked crazy. I did not trust him. You didn't trust him? Did you like his uh, his assistant? Yes. From Beetlejuice? Yes. Yes. Did that's... You, that's the first thing you thought of when you saw him, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool guy. Yeah. He ended up really nice. I don't think he ended up being nice. I think he was just, like, trying to get out of people's way and keep his job, I guess. Yeah. Because basically anybody who took that position was, he was just like, I'll help you. I'll help you do that. <laughs> um... <laughs> so after that um they kind of try to figure out what Phoenix's next move is um but before they try to figure out what um Phoenix's next move is they go to the only restaurant left because um Apparently there was a huge earthquake in California where this movie is taking place and only a few things survived. And that would one of the only restaurant that survived during what did they say, the big one of twenty ten was Taco Bell. What is <laughs> like did you think it was funny when like everybody was all excited to go to Taco Bell? Yeah. It was- Taco Bell? Why Why would that be the one that would be the last restaurant? Cause it's, Why? It's the only one that survived the earthquake. There's something wrong with Taco Bell, though, for it to be... You think... To survive. <laughs> to survive? That's because it's not real food. Is that what you think it survived? Yeah. Well, it's all fancy now. <laughs> it still probably wouldn't taste good. No. Even if it was fancy. You don't think so? It didn't I, look I, good. I, everyone, I hate Taco Bell. <laughs> I hate it. Passing. It didn't even look good. Those trays looked weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also, their uh, meat was. It said earlier that like anything bad for you is outlawed. So, like meat was on the list of things that were outlawed. So what exactly? Do they just eating like beans and rice from Taco Bell? I think so. Which I had one like months ago for the first time in nine years, and it made me really sick. Mm. There's something wrong. Something I don't wrong. know. Taco Bell sucks. We hate Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> y'all can hate me later. Anyway. <laughs> I so, won't judge you. I'm just not real Mexican food. So while they're at, while, <laughs> while they're at Taco Bell, John Spartan notices um, 
some guys in the background who look kind of shifty. They're like outside. He tells um, Sandra Bullock's character, who's named Huxley. I don't know if I've said that yet. Anyway, tells her to call for backup. He goes out there. There's a ton of people trying to steal something out of a van. He thoroughly beats all of them up, even though he's just one dude. Um, <laughs> sound New York there. I did sound New York there for a second. I don't know why. He misses New York. I do miss New York. Uh, <laughs> he beats up. He beats them all up. Edgar Friendly is there, the guy that Simon Phoenix is supposed to kill. He's the leader of the pack. Um, so John Spartan beats everybody up. Friendly gets away. A few other people get away. John Spartan uh, grabs one of the people and asks him what does he want. And some food falls out of his pocket. And he realizes that they're not really horrible people that everybody's saying they are they're just looking for food um and he has to explain to huxley that violence isn't always a good thing because <laughs> uh she thinks it's like cool that he like beat a bunch of people I, anyway so after that uh he goes back to his apartment before that he has like a weird date type deal with sandra bullock's character what did you think of the weird um I have no other way to say it. The sex helmet. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. Because there's supposed to be no touching in this because of germs. And apparently, like, there was something worse after AIDS. There was, and then there was, like, a worse disease after that. And so, like, physical... What are they, no, she called it something weird. What was it? Fluid transfers are outlawed. What did you... But, so what did you think of the weird, like, helmet thing? Like... Um, I don't know what's gonna happen in this scene, and got pretty weird. <laughs> um, felt bad for, for, was it John, what's his John, character's name? John Spartan. I felt bad for him because he's like, he was trying to get into it, but he's like, nope. He was so weirded out by it. Too weird out. I think the fun, <laughs> the funniest thing in that was that he was disappointed that there was no more fluid transfers because he, he... Um, thought of himself as a good kisser. Yeah. <laughs> so he was mad about that. <laughs> um, so anyway, after that, um, Huxley, he gets weirded out by the whole helmet thing. Huxley kicks him out of his apartment. He goes back to his apartment. He's got this recording of, um, it's a security recording of like what had happened the day earlier. He's watching it. And while he's watching it, he realizes that um, there was some uh, thread, or no, yarn, in his apartment and he starts like wrapping it around his arm yeah i was like i don't know what he was doing you didn't know what he was doing I thought i thought he just was gonna wrap the whole thing around his arm you just thought he was bored and he was just wrapping it around his arm yeah <laughs> that's it yeah what did... <laughs> oh by the way that's the time too where he realizes it was facetime because somebody accidentally video calls him yeah it's facetime this movie You're was right. predicted. It was 1983. This movie was predicting stuff. Sounds bad. Anyway, so there's yarn, and um, after uh, he watches the video, he kind of sees what happened with Simon Phoenix and the mayor and all that, and he has kind of a hunch that the he can't really. There's no audio. He just kind of has a hunch that the uh, mayor is in on it. But when he goes to the uh, police station the next day, he has a sweater that he made for. <laughs> Huxley, and it's because his rehab 
was that they made him a seamstress and he's kind of pissed off about it. it like I think that's like one of the funnier things in the movie is that he's <laughs> yeah. so upset that he knows like all this like um seamstress terminology. Would <laughs> would you think of Sylvester Stallone as a seamstress? Do you think he'd be a good seamstress in real life? Um maybe would you let him hem your pants um no i don't know i don't think so side note you know there's during this entire movie i was trying to find anybody in this movie that i thought looked like your dad so i could ask you about it oh my god (laughs) that's my thing i'm gonna try to find people in movies that look like your dad (laughs) nobody in this one i i don't think anybody looked like him no (laughs) <laughs> you don't think anybody looked like your dad in this movie? No. I don't think so either. I was trying I was trying really hard to find somebody who looked like your dad. <laughs> and I couldn't find anybody. Um <laughs> So after that, um they <laughs> they look into Simon Phoenix's uh rehab because what Spartan said he had a hunch. And basically his rehab his hunch um, you know, was right. Basically, all of Simon Phoenix's rehab is all this like really horrible things. So they made him like stronger too. They gave him like karate skills and all this crap. And um, so after that, they go to um. So after that, they um, I already said that. They go to the sewers because they figure that's where Simon's been hiding because they can't find him and that's where the um they call them scraps the people who've been living underground um led by Edgar Fenley uh they figure he's been hiding down there because well, he gives a bunch of reasons he says they're too afraid to go down there they don't care about the people down there and they don't want to go down there so that's why it's the best place for him to hide um so he goes down there. Also, Simon is like a gang now. He's somehow convinced um, the evil Mr. Rogers guy. <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he calls the mayor, evil Mr. Rogers, um, to kind of thaw him out of gang. Um, so they're down there too. Anyway, so they go down to the sewers, and one of the first things they do is uh, there's like a little like burger stand because people are eating meat down there. What do you think of the burger stand, Danielle? Um, when I found out what it, the meat was, I thought that was really gross. What was the meat? Rat meat. <laughs> and it makes sense, because there's there no, no cows. cows. As Sandra Bullock said, don't ask where the meat's from. And she said, why? <laughs> <laughs> no cows, man. And but, but John kept eating it. I thought he was... He said not- he liked the burger. He said he liked the burger. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to finish eating it. So anyway, after that, they um they run into Edgar Friendly, who um kind of confiscates their weapons and all this, and uh, basically explains why he lives down there, because. Uh, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> because Stallone starts telling him about why the, you know, um, I keep wanting to call him the emperor, but he's the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like an emperor. He kind of sounds, he reminds me of like, um, you know, Emperor Palpatine. 
from Star Wars. He wants everybody to live under his rule how he wants it. And that's the way it needs to be. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so that's why I keep thinking of him as the Emperor. Um, but he basically tells Friendly that the Emperor, <laughs> the mayor, <laughs> hates him and wants him dead. So that's why he unthought, you know, Phoenix and all this other stuff. And, you know, Friendly has explains, like, why he lives down there. He wants to be free. You know, ex- goes in this big speech about why he lives down there. And so, while that's happening, um, all of a sudden, we see Phoenix and his gang show up. And they all start fighting. Um, craziness ensues. Uh, I did Fe- Most of Phoenix's gang get beat up or something i don't know what happened because then they just leave i don't know this is weird so they just leave phoenix gets away there's also this super nice older car down there that um stallone and um huxley steal and there's also there's like a weird elevator thing that the car is in you remember that part yeah and it just goes into the uh where does it go? It goes. There's like a. It like goes like it, elevator. What's it do? Just it's on an elevator and goes all the way up to the, the surface. Main, the main surface somehow works still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a car chase, um, to which Phoenix gets away again because he's slippery. I don't know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> in this, uh. John John Spartan I keep forgetting I'm getting all their names mixed up it's so funny I wanted to say John Stallone John Spartan uh, <laughs> he crashes and then there, uh, when he crashes his car fills up with foam what do you think of the foam? I thought it was whipped cream you thought it was whipped cream? <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was just being saved by whipped cream? yeah <laughs> then, it, then I could tell it was styrofoam when it when Hux, it was a Huxley, Huxley yeah. opened it up just to see if he was alive. Yeah. I I don't know. It looked like whipped cream at first, <laughs> or shaving cream. It looked like shaving cream. It did kind of look like shaving cream. I the first time I saw it, I thought it was like some sort of like I thought it was like a weird like frozen thing. Like, um, like a cold foam thing, but I, I mean, I guess it's still styrofoam, sort of. Doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> um, so after that, uh, they get another car, and they go to find, um, they assume, I guess they just assume oh. that Phoenix went to go see the mayor. They don't really explain how they just knew that Phoenix went to go see the mayor. Um... But they go to where the mayor is. Uh, but before that, Phoenix gets there. He... <laughs> uh, wait, here's another thing I thought because of the car chase. Earlier they mentioned that there was no gas. How does that car work with no gas? Oh, the, the red car? Yeah. Earlier they mentioned gas... Or, or, earlier they <laughs> mentioned that gas was outlawed. Oh. Okay, it's coming back to me. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that gas was just in there all that time. But then it would be bad gas, wouldn't it? If it had been sitting there for 36 years or something like that. Um, it was a miracle. 
<laughs> it's miracle gas. <laughs> miracle worked. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Phoenix finds uh, he goes to the mayor's office. I guess is where it's at. I mean, his office, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, so Phoenix goes there. He uh, explains that he um, kind of wants his own part of the city or something like that. And then um, he goes to, like, he acts like he's going to shoot the mayor. Obviously he can't because his rehab thing. And then he just asks one of his, uh, like, henchmen to do it. Why didn't the mayor think this through? He could, he obviously was able to put that into um, Phoenix's brain to not, you know, harm him. So why wouldn't he do that to his, like, gang members that's just thawing out? I think he just focused on Phoenix. He didn't think it through? He didn't go, like, hey, this is a bunch of really bad people that I'm thawing out for a really bad person. Maybe I should, like, you know, install a little failsafe like I did with the first person I thawed out because it worked pretty good the first time. Why wouldn't he do it the next, like, seven times? I don't know. Screwed up, I guess. And then he got burned because this. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Just got thrown into a fire. <laughs> he got thrown into his fireplace. Yeah. Burned up. <laughs> and then when uh, Huxley and uh, John find him, he was just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> he was like, oh no. Or Huxley's like upset about it, and John's like, eh, it's better. It's but he said he literally says it. It's better this way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. They get there, um, Phoenix is still there. Actually, no, Phoenix left. Um, but there's, like, a bunch of his henchmen there, and they find out that Huxley actually knows how to fight. <laughs> or that? Yeah. She's, like, doing, like, karate kicks and all this stuff. Like, what did you, what did you think of that? That was cool. That's all you got. She was cool. <laughs> <laughs> she saw... She had it. She got it. She got it. How did she learn how to fight? Do you remember? Um, well, wasn't that in her... Well, no, can't say that. How'd she learn to fight? Um, oh, she watched Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> she watched Jackie Chan movies. Because, yeah, she's in, she loves the 90s. Right. So they find out that um, uh, Simon Phoenix has left the building and he's going to the cryogenics prison and he's going to unthaw a bunch of criminals. Um, so... They run over to the cryogenics prison. Actually, they don't. Um, John Spartan knocks out Huxley for her own good. Do you think it was right for him to do that? Um, <laughs> yeah. You think so? Yeah, because I know she was too caught up in... To like worrying about things, and she didn't seem very focused, and it was might have been a distraction. You think she would have gotten herself killed, probably? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think that's even more to worry about her getting killed. Um, yeah. So at the cryogenics uh, prison, John gets there. It's chaos. Uh, Simon's trying to unthaw a bunch of people. Um, and then 
uh, a big machine grabs John. It's a claw machine. That's that's what it was, right? Like it was like a gigantic claw machine. <laughs> and it just I don't know. It's so ridiculous to me that he got <laughs> grabbed by a gigantic claw. <laughs> and he's even using like a little joystick. What do you think of that? That was that was weird. That's your favorite word. Weird. I know. <laughs> it's late. It's late. It's late, guys. <laughs> I'm really out of it. Since and that extra hour screwed us up. Yep. You know what I thought was weird about the claw thing was that the how he got out. Did you understand what happened? Yeah, the the hose broke. Right. And it was like nature and. What is it called? What am I thinking of? I'm uh, <laughs> losing my train of thought. It's like nitro. Is it nitrous oxide? Is that what I'm thinking of? Nitro something. It's super cold. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just say that. Neither one of us can remember what it's called right now. Someone's probably saying Somebody's it right now. Somebody's screaming it at their radio or whatever. <laughs> um, that, was, that was pretty cool. How do you think that, that would work in real life? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it would. I don't, I don't know. know if it would work on a gigantic metal. Thing. I doubt that. Somebody probably knows and just like yelling the answer through whatever. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so John gets out, um, starts fighting with Phoenix again. Um, it looks like Phoenix is about to win because obviously he has more skills. He's stronger now. All this other stuff. And then John sees um, this thing, that it, which is basically what cryogenically freezes everybody. Um, and he throws it on the ground and jumps up in the air just in time to not be frozen. But Simon Phoenix gets frozen. And when he, uh, he's, it's, oh, it's the claw machine thing again. He jumps on the claw machine thing <laughs> and it's like swinging around. And as he swings around, he, uh kicks Simon Phoenix in the head and kicks his head clean off his shoulders which is after I like was watching I just thought about this it's a reference to something he said earlier in the movie which was um if I didn't have I don't know swear I'd lose my head if it wasn't attached to my body oh so I forgot about that which what do you think of that when he kicked him and uh kicked his head off his head? it was gross why was it gross well I know he was frozen but just frozen blood that was out. yeah there was frozen blood yeah that was kind of crazy it was creepy I just don't like that you like <laughs> gross so <laughs> with that that kind of ends the movie oh that and um obviously John Spartan and Huxley kiss because they can now because the mayor's dead and they're just gonna rebuild society or whatever mm-hmm. what do you think of that when they kissed it's funny because how, how she reacted. How she reacted to it. She had a moment to process it, and then she came back and and kissed him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the last three things I want to ask you. Uh, remember I said before that uh, I'm trying to ask you the same three things after every, thing, after every podcast. Um, what was the most ridiculous thing in this movie you thought of? Most ridiculous thing, uh, that handshake. The handshake? Because it wasn't a handshake? It wasn't a handshake. Why did it bother you so much? I don't know, it's so weird. 
They're trying to be cool, but it didn't work. This is really bothering me. It just... <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking about it. But then, John... Um, Spartan. Spartan um, did even a cooler handshake, but he touched the, the guy's hand. And he was grossed out by it. And that guy was, was weirded out by it, yes. I, you didn't think the most ridiculous thing was the three seashells? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty ridiculous. I, I just... What would you do with the three? I, I'm sure there's... I'm sure there's I somebody knows. I feel like it would be really uncomfortable. Alright, if, uh, if this movie were to ever be remade, who do you think could play Sylvester Stallone? Ooh, that's hard. Um... Hmm. That's a tough question. Uh, um. I, I don't know. You don't know? I can't think of. I'm thinking of somebody, but I can't think of their name. <laughs> um. I think John Cena could do it. Because he's in oh, everything. Oh, yeah. And he's kind of, like, built like that and everything. Yeah. Or, um... What's his name? Uh, Christian. Christian Bale? No. Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt? I'm sorry. Sorry. I am a fan <laughs> of him. I'm really bad with names. Chris I could see Pratt. Chris Pratt. Is that... Yeah. I guess I could say he's, he's a little bit too funny, but maybe. He can make it work. I think Idris Elba could do it. I knew you were going to say his name. I knew he was, I knew it because he's a really good actor. He's, he can do everything, man. He can do everything. He can do everything. Do you, okay, last question. Do you think they should make a sequel to Demolition Man? I don't, I don't know. I don't think I don't think so. they could. I don't think they could. I don't think they could. I think it works as a standalone movie. Yeah, because... Yeah, it just, I don't think it would work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we got thank, through it. We got through it. Well, thanks for listening to this podcast. <laughs> this is our second episode. Um, apparently, you can listen to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor FM, uh, Pocket Casts, and something else, I think. I can't really remember. But thank you for listening. Uh, as always, if you have any feedback, let us know. Um, We appreciate it. This has been What the Heck Did Danielle Just Watch? (laughs)